Welcome everyone to Rock Buzz, Ocean Pines Community Podcast. I am Sherry Clifford and I am here with my co-host Amy Peck. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speakers and do not necessarily represent the views of our guests or others, nor are we affiliated with the Ocean Pines Association. Our mission is to bring factual news and information to the residents and homeowners of Ocean Pines and the surrounding areas. You can join the ROC's Facebook group by searching for Ocean Pines ROC or find us on Twitter and Instagram. Also be sure to look for the official ROC logo. If you have news or would like to share your story on Rock Buzz, or if you would like to advertise with us, you can visit our website, OceanPinesROC.com, or email us at info at OceanPinesROC.com. On August 22nd, the video from the August 14th Aquatics Committee meeting was finally uploaded to the OPA website. This meeting is significant because it is the committee's public apology to Aquatics Director Kathleen Cook. This apology is late, but at least it has been made. The apology was necessary due to what happened at the June 21st aquatics meeting. That video is still online, and unfortunately, it has been viewed 205 times. To put that in perspective, the June board meeting was only viewed 187 times. So in the June 21st meeting, which Board of Director Stuart Lackernick attended along with a Bayside Gazette reporter sitting at the table as if she were a committee member, Steve Ranzel complains about answers he received to questions he asked, questioning the tone and person the answer is coming from. He also incorrectly states that lifeguard scheduling was not being done correctly by Ms. Cook. The committee then goes off on a discussion where apparently our board liaison is suggesting that we look into outsourcing operation of the polls. He also suggested that another option would be to outsource the lifeguards to a local company that supplies guards to other communities with polls. Well, I thought the board liaisons were not supposed to interject into the meetings. Well, you're correct. Now, it does say, note, 3B2, A director appointed as a liaison to a committee is not a member of the committee and shall not direct the deliberations of the committee or preparation of any committee report. Unless directed by the board, the liaison shall not assign or modify tasks to the committee. But Stuart Lackernick also is giving advice on different types of short-term memberships, too. Yes, and how about when Steve Ransell then says he will go to our old aquatics director, Colby Phillips, who is currently working at Captain's Cove, and talk to her about making lifeguarding a career. Then we have Gary Miller, the committee chair, responding that the discussion with Colby can be one-on-one, but not in any official capacity of the committee, just person-to-person. I would also like to note that Stuart Lackernick is online while the committee members are talking about breaking the HOA committee rules and does not stop or correct the conversation. Yes, and they're not done complaining. They complain about Josh Davis, a committee member also admits to going up to a front desk employee and asking how they like working for aquatics. And then again, they go on with criticizing the head of the department. I'd like to add that this behavior of committee members talking directly with pool staff is continuing, as was noted in the August meeting. Well, I guess the committee doesn't like any feedback on the fact that they are offering all sorts of what seems to be illegal suggestions, including adult-only times, adult-only steps, and things in the pool for kids to hang on to. You're right. The committee meets again on July 10th. There is no apology. 
and no minutes are approved in the July for the June 21st meeting. And once again, in the July 10th committee meeting, the board liaison is acting like a committee member, interjecting, suggesting key fobs. In fact, at the August 14th meeting, Mr. Lakernick had to report that his suggestion of fobs was not a viable option for obvious reasons. So why is he bringing it up again in the committee? But the big missing item in this July 10th committee meeting is any apology from the committee regarding the 621 meeting. I believe Ms. Cook deserved an apology. I do as well. I wrote the board regarding this, and as usual, I got no response. So let's talk more about the letter and your response. So obviously Kathleen Cook heard about the inappropriate and untrue comments that were made at the June 21st meeting. The GM and the board president were made aware of what happened at the June 21st meeting, but we have heard that President Doug Parks did not immediately let the rest of the board know what transpired. I do see from emails that you were able to obtain recently through a books and records request. It is obvious that Steve Jacobs and Dr. Colette Horn were upset with the committee. In fact, on 721, Dr. Horn writes, quote, Steve Randall and Gary Miller, who devoted an entire public committee meeting under the observation of their liaison, the disparagement of one of our senior staff members by name and two senior staff members by position and or function. Where is the corporate counsel's letter of admonishment and threat of removal from their committee positions to them? End quote. And, quote, I find it highly disingenuous that none of you have the same level of concern about public disparagement of three highly performing and valuable members of our senior management team, end quote. And Steve Jacobs admonished the board's majority directors when he wrote on July 21st, quote, we accept private conversations with two committee members by two board members, despite their over-the-top criticism of staff, end quote. Then on 723, Dr. Horn writes, quote, the double standard you have followed with respect to the actions of the Aquatics Committee is flimsy at best. In 2016, there was, in fact, an attempt to remove Gary Miller from the club's committee for behavior that is similar to his current behavior. However, in that case, it was public disparagement of a sitting director, not numerous staff members, end quote. But Stort thinks all is well, and he writes on July 21st, quote, both Steve and Gary sent formal apologies and understand the gravity of their words, end quote. It is important to note that Gary Miller, the chair, did indeed offer a private and formal and personal apology to which Ms. Cook accepted. However, a written apology was not immediately received by Mr. Randall, and no in-person apology was ever made by him. We also heard that Gary Miller said the apology would happen publicly at the August 14th board meeting. The chair heard back from everyone except for Steve Ranzel. At the August board meeting, Mr. Miller again apologized. Stuart Lackernick was not online during the apology and did not offer one himself. What was also interesting is that Steve Ranzel was also not attending the meeting in person, was not online, and was only on speakerphone. Steve Randall's apology reads, quote, I would like to echo your apology and add my personal apology for comments that were made, and I want to congratulate Kathleen and her team on what has been an extraordinary successful year. It is a credit to all of them and their hard work that they have put in, and I just want to offer my personal apology, end quote. Well, listeners can decide for themselves 
if saying, quote, I would like to echo your apology, end quote, is indeed an apology. However, they did get it right when they praised Kathleen Cook and her team for an extraordinary successful year. Absolutely. The results Miss Cook has achieved with her team, and she did it all while increasing customer service during COVID, during a national lifeguard shortage. The results are amazing. It's my opinion that the praise offered during the August committee meeting comes too late. And again, saying I echo is not a heartfelt apology, nor did it correct what Steve incorrectly reported on the June 21st meeting. This public apology was way overdue. We do not know why there was a delay in posting the August 14th meeting online. Usually the committee liaison, in this case, Stuart Lackernick, makes that request to Josh Davis. And to all of our listeners, there is still time to enjoy one of our outdoor pools. And we here at the ROC and Rock Buzz would like to personally thank Kathleen Cook and her staff for all the hard work and success that we have all seen with the Ocean Pines Aquatics Department. So if you have an idea for a story, comments, or have questions, or would like to advertise with Rock Buzz, please reach out to us at info at oceanpinesroc.com or visit our website, oceanpinesroc.com. And for all of you Facebook users, join us on our private Facebook group, Ocean Pines ROC, and be sure to look for our official logo. And thank you for listening to Rock Buzz, your Ocean Pines community podcast.